Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Glowatz. Ben Jarofsky writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader. Yes. And he's here with me for our first interview of 2013. Wow. Happy New Year, Ben. Happy New Year to you, too. Today we're talking about your article that appeared in the Reader on January 3rd, 2013, mm-hmm. titled in the print edition, ICE, CME, and TIFFs in the Battle of the Acronyms, New York Fared Better Than Chicago. Great headline. Online. It's yes. titled NYSE Sale <laughs> to ICE, Different from CBT to CME. <laughs> Somebody was having fun. Somebody was having fun and guaranteeing that nobody will read this it thing. New Year's Eve, probably. That's all right. You, you know, you come up with weird acronyms that guarantees that nobody will study what they do. You talk about that in light of the recent purchase of the New York Stock Exchange yes. by Atlanta-based Intercontinental Exchange, or ICE. You review the history of ICE's attempted right. purchase of the Chicago Board of trade yes. at the subsequent tax breaks offered and given to the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. Can I make a confession? Yeah. I confess this. Please don't tell anybody this. I took that sale as an opportunity to tell a story I wanted to tell anyway. Don't let that get out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening? Yes. Sworn to secrecy. I, I just, I, every now and then I feel compelled to tell the story of how Mayor Daly offer so much money to the wealthy people who run the CME. They cooked up a cockamamie argument that was total fiction, and it's appropriate that it is in the reader's annual fiction issue. (laughs) And the clueless public of Chicago just went along with it. So every now and then I like to throw it out there, and I think you can't tell people this story enough to let them know just how uh, slippery our mayors are. The truth, stranger than fiction. Yes, so it's appropriate for the fiction issue. So anyway, talking about tax breaks offered and given to the CME Group, which runs the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, and of course the CME Group eventually bought the Chicago Board of Trade. But let's talk first about Sam Holloway. Big Sam, yes. Remind listeners of who he is. Yes, I originally wrote about Sam on the Reader's blog, Sam is a firefighter in Chicago who is a fairly radical thinker and falls to the David Glowatz side of the political spectrum in that he's a Green Party advocate and a very shrewd analyst of how um, one-sided our political system is. And what specifically did he say to the mayor? Our mayor had fallen into the habit, a very bizarre habit it is, of dropping in unannounced at fire stations throughout town to tell the, the rank and file who were dutifully gathered to meet his honor that although he appreciates very much the good hard work they do protecting the citizens of Chicago from fire, he is nonetheless committed to diluting their pensions because he has no other alternative because of the huge pension crisis we're facing where there's more money and obligations than money coming in. You might say that Rom's trying to put out fires, but he's actually starting fires. Yes, very good. And so most firefighters listen to this BS seething, but saying nothing because Rom is the boss. And if you speak up to him, chances are, you'll be dispatched to another fire station uh, somewhere in... The opposite side of town from where you live. Exactly. Uh, Sam had enough. He couldn't take it anymore. And so he pointed out to the mayor, much to the mayor's shock and horror, that there was an alternative to cutting pensions. You could uh, impose a transaction tax on transactions at the various exchanges that we have in town. Uh, The... (laughs) 
I wish I was there to see the mayor's look at his face, you know, because he's obviously protecting the interests of the people who operate these exchanges. He used whatever influence he had to pass a tax break for them, as we discussed the previous year, which is worth untold millions, which then, of course, raises our taxes to compensate. So it must have been quite a shock that an ordinary rank-and-file Chicago firefighter was sophisticated enough to understand sort of the larger picture and Rom told him ultimately, Sam, if you want to impose such a program like that, you should run for office. What I specifically want to talk about is this transaction tax. And such a tax was, in fact, introduced as a bill two years ago by State Representative Mary Flowers of Chicago. God bless her. Into the General Assembly. Where did it go? I can't remember. Well, let's talk about what it does first. first <laughs> go ahead. The bill called for a tax of 0.01%. That's not a lot of the value of any financial transaction taking place within the four exchanges, the Chicago Board of Trade, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, the Chicago Stock Exchange, and the Chicago Board Option Exchange. Where the bill went is it never came to a vote. <laughs> oh, big surprise. <laughs> Can't even blame that on Rom. According to the General Assembly's website, yeah. it went to the Rules Committee and never came out. <laughs> where was it? Where bills go to die. Go, go to die. What year was that, did you say? That was two years ago. Yes. Just almost exactly two years ago. Oh, so two years would have been 2011? 11, yeah. Of January. Yeah, and it went to the Rules Committee so, in February. So, okay, I cannot blame Rom. He was running for mayor at that time. God help us all for winning. And for those of you keeping score at home, that was House Bill 34. 548. Anyway, <laughs> critics of such a state law yes. have said that it would compel financial exchanges to take their business to other states. Oh my God, as if they're not doing that already. So as if they, what's we, your response we, to And that? what business, what do we get out of them being here? This, this is the point I raise. Okay, let's say they move to another state. What do we, the taxpaying public of Chicago and Illinois, lose? We're not losing jobs. They're cutting jobs. I mean, the argument could be usually made for giving a tax break to a, a behemoth that makes automobiles is that you have to hire people to put the automobiles together. Manufacturing. Yeah. So there's some kind of collateral benefit to society as a whole to have that industry in your state. What collateral benefit is there to having an exchange that is dedicated to cutting jobs? Please explain that to me. It's inexplicable. There is no explanation for it. There is no benefit other than the benefit to tax them. So if you say by taxing them, they'll move to Indiana, which is they were threatening to move last year. I know we had this conversation. We've talked about it, yeah. So what have we lost? We've lost nothing, as far as I could tell, or very little. So I would argue that unless the CME starts hiring thousands and thousands of Chicagoans, and there's many unemployed looking for jobs, there really is no advantage to having them in Chicago. Please point out the alternative argument so I could see the error of my ways. That argument that you know jobs are paramount in an economy where unemployment is so high, so many people get a glaze in their eyes as soon as you say, but we'll lose jobs. We're losing jobs with this industry anyway. <laughs> They're dedicated to the elimination of jobs. They talk about it. They brag about it. They talk about how sophisticated their computer operations are, that they're enabled to cut their personnel costs. That means getting rid of jobs. You know, I always like pointing out, I can't tell the story enough, 
that God bless Mayor Daley when he was throwing TIF money at them, which they didn't need or deserved or a claim they didn't ask for. When he was throwing TIF dollars at them, he uh, included with the TIF money. Condition. Condition. Yes. Thank you. That they maintain 1,700 or 1,750 jobs in the city of Chicago by ultimately declining the city's TIF offer. They're free to cut their payroll to the bone in Chicago. They could have one person working in Chicago as far as they're concerned, and they'll still get the huge tax break. And the CME group, as you've written, turned down that generous offer and instead took the state's unconditional tax break, which you wrote that Mayor Emanuel characterized as, quote, reform, unquote. Yes. You wrote that he was sucking up to campaign contributors. That is correct. Have you identified actual contributions from the CME group or its associates to Emanuel? I wish I could rattle off names, but at the moment I cannot think of any of the names of the people who are affiliated with the CME. I do know that it was a kind of a low point in Mayor Emanuel's administration in terms of his dedication to, quote-unquote, progressive taxation when he immediately hailed the decision to give them the millions and millions of dollars of tax break as reform. The state tax break? Yes. I can't remember it was upon passage by the General Assembly or signing by Governor Quinn, but almost immediately, as though it were choreographed, Mayor Rahm sent out a press release hailing it as reform. And I just thought that was such a slap in the face and a betrayal of all the supposed ideals that Democrats hold and which you and many other uh, libertarian, careful, I'm libertarian, Green Party types like the aforementioned firefighter Sam Holloway chide me for even believing in. Given that this is the new year, any previews of what you'll be writing about this year or things that you're intrigued about? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I remain intrigued by the whole issue of how we're going to divide our school dollars. You know, are we going to uh, give the money to charter schools, which are, again, private entities run by cronies of the mayor? Or are we going to give them to uh, real public schools that, of course, hire union teachers who are represented by the union that the mayor openly despises. So that's going to be another one of my uh, favorite themes as the year progresses. And I can guarantee you, promise to all our readers, there will be more TIFF stories to come in the next year. I don't even know what I'm going to write about it, but almost guarantee there will be a few of those. We look forward to that. Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Dave. If you'd like to hear more of our interviews, you can find them online at shygov.com. Or you can search for us on Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes by searching for Inside Chicago Government. This is Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.